You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. In the marshlands of central Florida, it's the Riley and Kimmy Show. A heavy, ominous stillness falls over the swamp. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 662 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Right next to me is a person who tries her best and doesn't always uh, have success in keeping me out of trouble. Kimmy, I got one name. Hi. Hi, I'm Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. That's right. I'm the villain of this episode and every single one prior to it. All 661 other episodes, and you can find all of them right on our website. They're all archived right there for your listening pleasure or torture. What is our website, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com. That's right. Thank you, by the way, for checking out the Riley and Kimmy show. This is your very first time coming here. Wow. I, I don't know how you found us, but thank you for doing so. And we talk about pop culture all the time. That might be music. Yeah. Records, vinyl. You know, even 8-track. Eight 8-track? Eight yeah, we talk about 8-tracks. We do? Sure we do. We've talked about 8-tracks, remember? We've talked about them. You can find 8-tracks yeah. at certain uh, collectible shows and certain collectible stores from time to time. We talk about those. We also talk about reel-to-reels, you know, analog tape. Our good friend, uh, certain artist, I won't out here, a uh, uh, very good artist, uh, he's stuck in the uh, 20th century. He doesn't believe in digital, and he loves reel-to-reel technology. Mm. You know, uh, When he comes on the Riley and Kimmy show, he, he wants to be recorded analog wise not digital yep he wants us to roll tape that's right so we will roll tape for him in the very near future we talk about old time radio which kind of fits with him too you know we, we do that the golden age of radio we talk about uh we also uh, deal with comic books of yesteryear and today as well and comic strips and oh boy cartoons animation conventions by the way on episode 660 of the riley and kimmy show we talk with somebody who is associated with MegaCon and dragon con and tampa bay con and so many cons i think he's been doing conventions as an mc moderator host for 35 years wow he is the best that i know of i've ever witnessed uh, it's a pleasure to see him work and, and do the craft and that is Mark B. Lee. He talks about Megacon Fan Days on episode 660, which is just around the corner as we get real close to flipping the calendar over to November. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And we also talk about all other nerd things like toy collecting, you know, action figures and other collecting and art. And just, uh, am I missing any cosplay that's costuming movies. for those who don't know? Yeah, movies. Movies, deep. concerts, music, celebrities. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I think that, does that cover it? think so pop culture escapism that's, that's right yes that's the riley and kimmy show that's what you found we are the rabbit hole to get away from the big bad world right kimmy mm-hmm. yes i'm sort of like the big white rabbit and i'm jumping down that hole and i'm looking for alice to come following me right that's right yeah that's that's right so on this episode by the way we're not going to let you down we're going to be talking about those things that we just mentioned not all every single one of them by the way check our website out 
any time of day or night, 24-7. It's updated with nerd stuff all the time, pop culture things that we just talked about, right, Kimmy? Because mm-hmm. not everything can fit into the show. I mean, we just can't do it. We could, but we're not, you know, we, I restrain myself. I'm in a straight jacket, you know, just like I got out of Arkham Asylum accidentally, and I just, I have to say, no, I can't go anymore. I can't put any more in the show. I have to, you know, put it all on the website. Mm-hmm. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. So on this episode, we're going to uh, be talking about some of those things we just talked about. Now, one of the things we're going to talk about, Kimmy, on this episode just happens to be a favorite, a love of mine. As you know, I'm quite keen on comic books, especially the ones about superheroes. Yes, and all others, too. I, I Hey, I also like the horror comic books of yesteryear, and I also love uh, you know other types as well, too, mysteries and other things, too. Not just superheroes, although I do lean more towards the capes than anything else, but I do have a fondness for some of the uh, old-school horror uh, you know, comic books, especially the art of stuff actually pre-1975, probably 75, uh, going into the 60s and 50s and stuff. I really love, and that's not a surprise to anybody who just happens to uh, know me that well. And by the way, before sitting down for episode 662, we got to sit down with somebody. We got to, uh, well, spend time with somebody who just happens to have quite a bit of those comic books, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Just happens to have uh, just a few. We happen to talk to one of our very good friends in the world of comic book collecting, even though he's not a collector. He, 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 stresses that he is not a collector although he's extremely knowledgeable he is a comic book dealer and there's a distinction in his eyes and his explanation why there is because there are people who are quote dealers unquote that are collectors as well and he claims there's a big difference between he who does not collect than those who do and that is passing on savings to those who want to shop who want to find a certain collectible, a certain comic book. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And that good friend of ours is Joe Peace of the Comic Book Connection. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho. Oh, yeah, I feel that that's always happening when I'm around Joe. Right, Kimmy? <laughs> yes, my good friend Joe Peace of the Comic Book Connection. Now, if you want to, uh, if you've never met Joe, by the way, and you're uh, kind of curious about uh, my friend, uh, be sure to check out our website at RileyandKimmy.com because we have a photo of Joe and me together, and uh, he posed with something uh, that he gave me uh, when we visited in St. Augustine, Florida, before sitting down for episode 662. We did that on Sunday, and we stopped by and saw Joe, and he he gave me a very precious gift to me and uh, posed for a photo, and he was being a really funny guy. That's all I got to say in the photo. And I wouldn't have expected anything else, and I, right? Right. I love that picture. Oh, yeah, I blame you for that because you were the photographer. Well, I didn't, tell, I didn't direct him you're to pose to, that way. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to control the scene, Kimmy. You know, you oh, did. I didn't have to do anything with that. That was beautiful. Well, all right. And if you want to check out what Kimmy is talking about and I'm talking about, just go right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com. You can see that photo. And Joe, by the way, is very easy to spot between the two of us because he is the one that looks like Flash Gordon. Ah, 
That's right. Not Flash from the TV series that uh, we, we know and love now. We're talking about Flash Gordon, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. He looks exactly like Flash. Mm-hmm. So, and it's really cool to visit. And by the way, you can tell him that, too, that the Riley and Kimmy show said that because he knows that he looks like Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish he'd get one of those Flash Gordon outfits from like the 1930s uh, movie serials. You know, we have quite a few collector friends. Somebody others got to have one of those. Uh, you know, that'd be kind of cool. You know, he needs to cosplay as Flash Gordon. Yeah. You know that? That'd be kind of sure. cool, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Joe, we'd like to see a cosplay as Flash Gordon. But it was a great day in St. Augustine, Florida for us, visiting the CBC, the Comic Book Connection. Uh, Joe has tons of comic books. Uh, I mean, and, and also magazines, too. By the way, I, I, I wish I'd spent more time looking at his Mad magazines. He's got Cracked magazines. That's kind of a rival of Mad, for those who don't know. And I plan to do that during one of his upcoming shows. Mm-hmm. So if you missed the St. Augustine show, shame on you. There's another CBC show just around the corner, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. There's a very big show coming up in the month of November, and I'm looking right here. I really am, too, by the way. I'm not kidding. I wish I had this one uh, on video, uh, this show. I actually have a, a traditional calendar in my hand, do I not? Yes, you do. I have our show calendar. This is where I write down all the upcoming events and things that we've been invited to or we are attending and joe has a big show coming up in november november 21st and 22nd and that happens in jacksonville florida huge show it brings like a hundred thousand comic books with him Mm -hmm. Uh, you know some you know you might even find a golden age sure in his thing but he definitely has a lot of silver age and we're talking some highly rated graded uh silver age and that'll be in Jacksonville, Florida, coming up on the 21st and 22nd of November. Now, Joe uh, spoke with us and said, hey, I want you guys at my upcoming shows. And Kimmy went, you got to be kidding. And, and I mean, I, was, is that what you said? You got to be kidding? Something like that, was it? Maybe. And, and he said, no, I'm serious. So he asked us to be part of some upcoming shows, and we are going to be uh, before the year closes and i can reveal this he gave me the big thumbs up we talked about that and we will be at his show in orlando florida another big show with like one hundred thousand comic books i mean and he does get these into the the place that it's appearing at and that'll be at a holiday inn out by universal studios right kimmy mm-hmm. very easy to find very easy i mean and if you happen to be coming to florida at that time period you know to thaw out because let's face it parts of the united states will be cold and and they'll be real cold and they will be gray skied and they'll have ice and snow uh you might be coming to florida to just uh, thaw out for a little bit if you are this is a place that you will want to head to yes take a break from the theme parks or wherever else you're going to or maybe even over in daytona beach it's worth the drive Go over and visit Joe in Orlando. We will be there on his Saturday show. We will be there. And that is Saturday, December 5th. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Starting at 10 o'clock in the morning at that Holiday Inn right by Universal Studios. We will be there. Now, joining us for this event will be a couple of super friends. One of our super friends who will be there is the true Aquaman. Right? Mm-hmm. Friend, right? Yes. Oh, excellent cosplayer. Be posing for 
uh, photogs, you know, you know, if you're an amateur photographer, just come on out with your cell phone. Uh, or maybe maybe use a traditional camera, your digital camera. Or maybe you're you're like our old artist friend we won't name. Maybe you have, you know, a Polaroid Instamatic. Whatever you might. <laughs> I, I bet he does. You know, when he posts some pictures at co- conventions, I think he, you know, and he takes selfies and stuff sometimes. I think he's using an old Polaroid. <laughs> you know, I actually did that, by the way, because uh, I started out in radio at an extremely young age. And I mean, we're talking young. And I have, I have, it's, I think it's here in the studio. Hold on. It might be. Uh, it is here. I've posted it, I think, before. Anyhow, I have a picture when I was on air at a radio station at 13. Mm-hmm. And it's a selfie I took with a Polaroid. Wow. <laughs> except I was, do- I was doing selfies before there were selfies. Wow. I got two of them, actually. I did that. All right. And it survived somehow. But anyhow, I think he does this. He was just at some con recently, like this past weekend. I think he's out there with that S. Was it SX seventy? I think it was. <laughs> he's out there. Going, or no, no, Kimmy. He had one of those real old ones where you take the picture and the, and then you have to count. You know, you you put the right. You have to count before you pull the film back or whatever uh-huh. it is. Go one, two. And it smelled real bad. And, yeah. I mean, this is really before our time, but I we had some people that used older technology and they, they wouldn't give up these older cameras and stuff like that. It's like, oh, please don't use that thing. It stinks. <laughs> take a picture. I bet he's up there at, at whatever convention, it, you know, and, he, and it made noise. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah he's, do you think he's going to come on the show and be interviewed? Uh, he's supposed yeah. to. Yeah. He's supposed to. Well, you know, when you he do. He wants to come on and defend himself, I well, think. When you do, bring your old technology. We're looking forward to it. Right, Kivy? It'll be yes. sort of like the, hey, it'll be like our version, the nerd version of the Antique Roadshow. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling him an antique. I'm, not, I'm calling the technology. An SX-70. Where did that come from in your head? Well, I'm full of all kinds wow. of things, Kimmy. You've heard that before, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you get on Millionaire, use me as a lifeline, okay? Mm-hmm. That's right. See? I'll just prove that right there. Anyhow, <laughs> bring your SX-70 or <clears throat> modern iPhone. <laughs> iPad and take photos of Aquaman. You will want to do so, and that is December fifth, Saturday, December fifth, at the Comic Book Connection, the CBC show in Orlando. We have links right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, another guest who will be there, another super friend, is artist, comic book artist Humphrey Ching. He will be there. Uh, he gave me a confirmation in Humphrey's uh, great way. It's called a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. He, he gave me that thumbs up. By the way, uh, if you do know, know Hump. And you can call him Hump if you're a friend of his. If you do know the Hump, he's under the weather right now, and we're sending out a, a get well to him. Mm-hmm. you got to get better by December 5th because <laughs> you're in Orlando, Hopefully buddy. Hopefully sooner than that. Well, yeah. Well, I don't want Humpy Hump to... You Poor know. guy. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Get better quick. Yes. He is a good friend. And I want him... You know, we've been going every week having him on the show. I don't think we're going to make it this coming week. I think Hump's down we for... We might need a break. Well, Hump, if you do, we understand. If you're better, we you're part of the show, buddy. So, yeah. So when you're all healed. Yeah. And I, he'll be better by December 5th. I was kind oh, of teasing yeah. with that. So December 5th, he will be at the CBC, the Comic Book Connection, with Aquaman, the true Aquaman, and the Riley and Kimmy Show. And we hope to see you swing on by, stay, say hi, and check out all the deals you'll find at the Comic Book Connection. You know what? This would be a perfect opportunity to find a, a holiday gift for someone. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Without revealing what it is, Kimmy and I found something from a long time ago for somebody for the holiday. Mm-hmm. A very good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Actually, somebody, <laughs> and this person will know when I say that it's them, somebody who is a brother to me. 
um, kind of got the got him a gift, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can't reveal what it is. Not at all. A doppelganger brother. Yes, my doppelganger brother. Yes. yes, that's all we have to say. We got you something, hopefully, special to you. And we found that at the Comic Book Connection, the CBC. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And you can find a gift for somebody else, too, at the CBC, I'm sure. And that is Saturday, December 5th, the day we are there in Orlando. Link's right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And then the following Saturday, guess where we are, Kimmy? Where are we? December 12th. We just happen to be in St. Augustine, Florida. Ah. Yes, St. Augustine, Florida will be at the Comic Book Connection, their reappearance in St. Augustine. They, it was so popular. The show was so successful. It was so big, so phenomenal that they were brought back. So they're going back round whatever. They're going to mm-hmm. be at St. Augustine. And Joe invited us, the Riley and Kimmy show there, and we'll be there. And we look forward to seeing you. So if you're in Jacksonville, very easy to get to. Uh, you know, just head down I-95. Or go one if you want to go scenic. You want to see a scenic part of America. You know, just go down that way too, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. By and- the way, that's not me slurping in the background. That's our crypto in the studio. Yes. Drinking out of her bucket. That's how Kimmy sounded at the Cheap Trick concert recently <laughs> in Orlando, in downtown Orlando for WMMO's uh, Cheap Trick concert, right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that was Kimmy. No. Yeah, that was Kimmy. <laughs> no, that, that is crypto. So, yes, uh, be sure to check us out at the CBC show. That is happening December 12th that we'll be in St. Augustine, Florida. By the way, we have more locations of other places that we're at. It's constantly being updated. It is not, uh, you know, 100%. That, that's it. That's all it's going to be. It's constantly changing. We go into 2016 with some things, and we have a link to those events right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. We look forward to seeing you at some location. Right, Kimmy? That's right. So be sure to check out our website, RileyandKimmy.com, to find out more information. Now, Kimmy, we're just days away from a big convention in Orlando, a horror convention. I think it might be one of your favorite conventions. Mm-hmm. I do. think it's I think it's become my favorite convention. And one of the reasons I think is because you're just surrounded by a ton of friends, right? Mm-hmm. And that just happens to be a horror, a Halloween type. It's more, I can't just say Halloween type because it is horror as well a horror convention in orlando called spooky empire boo boo back yeah and we hope you go boo back we'll be uh we'll be haunting that one right Mm -hmm. kimmy we'll be floating all over the place we will be haunting spooky empire starting friday and then saturday and sunday and yes uh one of us will be costuming those days that's right what are you going as um, Kimmy. Oh, so you, you can't reveal what you're going as. I see what it is. You're one of those type of cosplayers. Don't tell ahead. I got it. Got got to see. Got to see it unveiled before your eyes, right? Yeah, that's it. You you're the one cosplaying, right? Between the two of us, or is it? It's me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I. Really? Yeah. I'm shy, Kimmy. I can't do that. Yeah, I know. You're so I, shy. I am. I'm so shy. Anyhow, I think it's one of Kimmy's favorites uh, because of just so many friends and fun activity, fun environment, stuff like that. Uh, that is Spooky Empire, and we will be there. Looking forward to that. And if you happen to be going to that event, be sure to uh, track us down. Say hi to us. We'll be uh, posting stuff on social media like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and you name it. And we're there. So you can lock into us 
all social media right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. You follow us, like us, friend us. We do the same right back with you. Right, Kimmy? That's right. And just days away from this big event, I thought we would do something like Halloween-oriented and also revolve around a favorite subject of ours, and that just happens to be OTR, Old Time Radio. Radio was and Kimmy show that's uh, going on all the time we, uh, we don't forget about the golden age of radio we don't forget about it at all OTRs it's called to some that's old time radio the collectors the hobbyists they like to call it that OTR thing and I'm one of those as well have been since I was a, a kid literally because I discovered the golden age of radio because I grew up with older parents my parents were 50 when they had me and they exposed me to old time radio and people like Stan Freeberg, Jack Benny, and others, whereas, you know, my friends had no clue what on earth I was talking about. They, I mean, they didn't. They were like, what? In a, you know, the shadow and shows like that, Green Hornet and things like that. I, yeah, you know, I knew that golden age world. I, I, and I fell in love with it. And that, you know, is part of my life and, and is to this day. And I don't like, I just don't want to see it fade away. That's the key. And, you know, we like to pay tribute to it because it was so important to the world of nerdum because a lot of the things in the golden age of radio became mainstream for today. And as an example, one of the things we're going to do right now that's Halloween based is we're going to do a Halloween program. It's a, an episode of a program that was so big without that show, without the person on the show. And he was big before radio. He was big in something called vaudeville stage work and stuff like that. When he went to radio, he was huge and became big on TV. Matter of fact, did radio and TV at the same time for a period of time. And just and on his own, he said, you know, I don't want to do the radio show anymore. I just want to focus on the TV show. I have a feeling Kimmy will know whom I'm talking about. Who is that? Jack Benny. That's right, Kimmy. You follow along to the Riley and Kimmy show better than anybody I know. Jack Benny is the person we're talking about. And Jack Benny, if his show had not happened, there would not have been a Johnny Carson. And without that, there wouldn't have been a David Letterman. Without that, there probably wouldn't have been a Jay Leno, also in this mix, and others too. Uh, because Jack Benny influenced so many individuals, including Stan Freeberg, who would become big in comedy and voiceovers and cartoons and things like that, and so many other individuals too. I mean, he impacted so many and, and gave uh, a chance for people to get started and things like that. And, you know, Rob Carson, let's face it, you know, things with a type of talk show program that we are so familiar with in late night would not have probably happened. Maybe, maybe not. Steve Allen may have had, I don't know. You know, I'm sure in that alternate universe, on the episode of Flash, one of them, that never happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly Earth 52, maybe. I, 51, 50. I don't know. It just did never happen. Anyhow, it did happen in this one, in this realm, and that is Jack Benny did happen, and I'm thankful. I love Jack Benny, and I thought we'd go back in time because this is ear candy. Now, one of the cool things about Jack Benny, you will hear so many different voices, but one of the voices that is part of his episodes, and if you got a good ear, you can you can spot it or hear it, and that is Mel Blanc, because Mel Blanc really became a household name before the cartoons through the Jack Benny Show. So let's go back in time with the Halloween episode of the Jack Benny Show. It's called Jack's Halloween Story, originally aired actually right after Halloween. It didn't air before Halloween or on Halloween. It aired November 2nd, 1941. Keep that in mind, because of the year and the the month, the date, because it's prior to the start of the United States in World War II. So this is really a time capsule here in the world of America 
pre-World War II. Very close to it, just weeks away. Going back in time now, November 2nd, 1941, here's the Jack Benny Show with Jack's Halloween story on the Riley and Kimmy Show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we would like to turn the clock back to last Friday night and show you what happened when Jack and the rest of our gang went out and celebrated Halloween. The time, 7.30 Friday evening. The place, Jack's house in Beverly Hills. Take it away. I don't want to set the world on fire. Rochester. I just want to go where I can get dough. Rochester, stop complaining in rhythm and help me get into my Halloween costume. The gang will be here any minute. Hand me those horns. Here you are. Pardon the ignorance, boss, but what character are you struggling to convey? <laughs> My costume is very obvious. I've got on red underwear, a long tail, horns, and I'm carrying a pitchfork. Now, who am I? The man from the finance company. <laughs> I am not. I'm the devil. Now, hand me that mirror. Here you are. Thanks. No, I don't like this effect. These darn horns keep slipping, slipping over to one side. The horns are all right. It's your toupee that slips. <laughs> Something wrong there. I don't know why I picked out a devil costume anyway. Of course, I bought this pair of horns. I should use them. Why don't you put one of them on your nose and go with a rhinoceros? <laughs> no, I can't do that. Phil Harris is coming as Frank Buck, and he'd shoot me. <laughs> he'd love the excuse. I wonder if this tail is too long here. See who's at the door, Rochester. Yes, sir. Come in. I could have done that myself. <laughs> Rochester, when I tell you... Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Mary, this is Halloween. I thought you were going to dress up tonight. Where's your costume? I've got it on. I'm Pocahontas. Pocahontas? In a mink coat? John Smith was nice to me. <laughs> Oh, you're a wampum digger, eh? <laughs> well, at least stick a feather in your hair. Make it believable. Say, what do you think of my outfit, Mary? Don't I look like the devil? Always. I mean my costume. I'm supposed to be Satan. Can't you see my horn? Well, straighten up. You look like a toad. <laughs> Who ever heard of a red toad? There. Hey, boss, I'm going to a masquerade party tonight myself. Yeah, Rochester, what are you going to be? I'm going to close my eyes and go with the Smith Brothers' cough drop. <laughs> Well, that's not a bad idea. Say, Rochester, why don't you keep one eye open and go as a period? <laughs> How's that? I better keep both eyes open. My lady friends are over. <laughs> all right, do as you please. Jack, what are we going to do tonight? Where are we going? I got it all figured out. Listen to this. First, we'll go to Claudette Colbert's house, and then I'll take a piece of soap and write, Claudette loves Jack all over her window. Oh, you did that last year, and she came out and wrote, Jack who? <laughs> Well, this time she'll know, Jack, who. When Claudette comes out of the house, I'm going to grab her and give her a kiss. Now, there's only one guy kisses like Benny. You don't have to tell me, Deadlift. <laughs> Mary, I'm going to give you a good jab with my pitchfork if you don't look out. Well, anyway, after we leave Claudette... Come in, come in. Well, look what's hopping through the door. For Pete's sake, what an outfit. Hello, Jack. Mary. Hello, Don. What are you supposed to be? Why, can't you tell? I'm a kangaroo. 
Well, sure enough, you certainly look realistic, Don, with those long ears sticking up and that great big pouch. <laughs> but see, say, I thought Dennis was coming with you. Where is the kid? Peekaboo! <laughs> Well, I'll be darned, a baby kangaroo. <laughs> Here, climb, uh, climb out, kid. Here, I'll help you. Thanks, Mr. Benny. Imagine coming as a little kangaroo. You know, I was going to come as a floor lamp. A floor lamp? Yeah, but when I screwed the bulbs in my ears, they wouldn't light up. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Huh? Maybe I ought to see a doctor. <laughs> Dennis, you're not supposed to light up. <laughs> you know, Mary, someday I'll have to have a talk with that kid. Huh? By the way, Jack, isn't Phil going to join us tonight? Yeah, he'll drop by as soon as he finishes night school. Say, Dennis, while we're waiting around for him, let's hear that song you're going to do on the program Sunday. Yeah, get over to the piano, kid. Okay. Oh, say, Rochester, did you ask our boarder, Mr. Billingsley, to tune the piano? He's very good at it, you know. We should have never let him monkey with it, boss. Oh, what's he done now? That man's crazy. He cleaned the piano keys with dental floors. <laughs> oh, Mr. Billingsley must think he's a dentist again. It's a fine way to clean piano keys. He said the black ones were decayed, so he pulled them out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He broke eight needles trying to give the leg Novocaine. <laughs> Well, it's my own fault, I guess. Well, do the best you can, Dennis. Go ahead. Wait a minute. I'll answer it. Hello? Oh, hello, Phil. Are you still at night school? We're waiting for you. What? She's keeping you after school. What happened, Jack? Well, Phil got a zero in spelling, so he gave the teacher a hot foot. <laughs> Look, Phil, is your teacher anywhere near the phone? Well, well tell her your father wants to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, your father. What are you going to do, Jack? I'm going to pretend to be Phil's father. You know, I'll talk like an old rube. Well, you got the right underwear for it. <laughs> Quiet now, don't mix me up. Hello? Oh, hello, miss. This is Twitch Harris, senior, talking. <laughs> now, look, ma'am, i got to see my boy Philip right away, so I wish you'd let him off tonight. I'll write you a note explaining everything. I said I'd write you a note. <laughs> That's a good one. What'd she say? She wants to know how come I can write and Phil can't. <laughs> Thanks a lot, ma'am. Say, what are you doing later? <laughs> well, you can't shoot a man for trying. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, it's all set, fellas. Phil will be here pretty soon. You know, that teacher sure had a sweet voice. I could kind of go for her. But, Jack, you don't even know what she looks like. Anything he gets is gravy. <laughs> I don't know about that, sister. Sing, Dennis. See this pitchfork, Mary? You're going to get it. Now, you wait. White robin sing in December 
long before the springtime is new. And even though it's snowing, violets are growing, I know why and so do you. Why do breathe a sigh every evening, whispering your name as they do? And why have I the feeling stars are on my ceiling? I know why and so do you. When you smile at me, I hear gypsy When it's raining, hiding every cloud from my view. And why do I see rainbows when you're in my arms? I know why and so. Dennis, that song ought to go over swell Sunday. Thanks, Mr. Benny. Can I have something to eat? Yeah, I'm hungry, too. Haven't you got any sandwiches? I've got donuts and cider. That's all you're supposed to have on Halloween. Uh, bring in the donuts, Rochester. They're right here, boss. Oh, yes. Here, have a donut, Mary. They're nice and fresh. I made them myself. Jeepers, look at the size of the holes you got in them. <laughs> Never mind. They look like ladies' garters. <laughs> Quiet, will you? Oh, what she said. <laughs> Dennis! <laughs> no use waiting. I gotta have a talk with that kid. <laughs> Here, Don. Don, have a donut. Have a donut and some of this sweet cider. Thanks. <laughs> I think I'll have a glass of that myself. Pretty strong, Jack. Strong? Let me taste this. Well, I'll be darned. Oh, Rochester! Yeah, boy! What did you put in this cider? A little Central Avenue vitamin! <laughs> Now, throw that cider out the window. You ain't gonna throw mine out. Dennis, you're not drinking any hard cider. You're a baby kangaroo. Oh, I can't hop on milk. <laughs> Let Don hop. Now, you get back in that pouch. Okay. See you later, fellas. <laughs> I'll stay there. Gee, I, I wish Phil would get here so we can go oh, ahead. Oh, uh, Jack, look who's coming. Where? Oh, yes, it's Mr. Billingsley. Look, he's dressed like Marie Antoinette. Yeah. Oh, uh... Oh, hello, Mr. Billingsley. Good evening, Mr. Benny. 
Having a little party, I see. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, by the way, Mr. Billingsley, uh, you're dressed as Marie Antoinette. Are you going to a masquerade? No, my head aches, so I'm going to have it cut off. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh I, I thought you were celebrating Halloween like we are. You see, I'm Satan, and Miss Livingston is Pocahontas, and Mr. Wilson is a kangaroo. I used to be an alligator once, and now I'm an old bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, see you later. Good night, Mr. Benny. Good night. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> hmm. Strange fellow. The other morning for breakfast, he swallowed a raw egg and then drank boiling water for three minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's Phil. Come on in, Phil. Hiya, Jackson. Hello, everybody. Oh, hello, Phil. Hi. Hi. I'm glad you got here, Phil. We want to get going. I'm sorry, but I didn't have time to put no costume on. Don't worry. Your tailor takes care of that. <laughs> Hey, Phil, uh, what, uh, what happened between you and the teacher? Oh, she got mad at me when we were having our spelling lesson. Oh, what was the trouble? She asked me to spell Pomeranian. Pomeranian? No, I said D-O-G, take it or leave it. <laughs> well, at least you knew Pomeranian was a dog. That's something, huh? Well, we're all here, so come on, fellas, let's go. Hey, Don, you put on a lot of weight since last week. That's Dennis, it's a long story. <laughs> Uh, come on, everybody, let's go. Oh, Rochester, Rochester, before you leave, be sure and lock the garage so that nobody damages the Maxwell. Okay. Remember last year, some kid got in there and turned it over. Yeah, we drove around for three days without even noticing. <laughs> I noticed it. It was bumpy as anything. All right, this way, fellas, we'll all block the side door. Oh, that's... Boy, we really, we really have fun tonight. You know, kids, first we'll go next door to Ronald Coleman's house. See? And then we'll Jack, go... here comes that little boy you hired as a gag man. Let's take him along. Oh, Belly Laugh Barton, eh? <laughs> ah, hello, kid. Hello, Mr. Benny. Say, Belly, do you uh, want to go out with us tonight? We're going to ring doorbells and raise the dickens. You're a little adolescent, aren't you, bub? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll enjoy ourselves. Sorry you won't come along. By the way, how's the uh, program coming along for Sunday? If I tell you, you won't have any fun tonight. <laughs> well, get busy and concentrate. Come on, fellas. Now, I'll tell you what, kids. First, we'll sneak across the lawn to Ronald Coleman's house and put some white paint on the doorknob, see? Then we'll ring the bell, and when he comes out, we'll run like the dickens.
I rang Coleman's bell three times. Why doesn't he come out? Maybe he went to a party or something. Couldn't be a big party or I'd have been invited. <laughs> Ronnie and I attend the same affairs. Only he doesn't have to crawl in the window. <laughs> well, these Hollywood parties, who knows whether you got an invitation or not. <laughs> hey, fellas, I've got an idea. As long as Coleman isn't home, let's take this beautiful sundial here and put it over on my front lawn. His sundial? Yeah, it'll be a swell gag. Three years ago, you took his flagpole. When's the gag over? <laughs> oh, get in the Halloween spirit, will you? Come on, fellas, give me a hand with this dial. Hey, Jack, look. There's a policeman walking by the house. A policeman? Uh-oh. Hello there. Is that you, Mr. Coleman? Get this, fellas. Uh, right, Joe. Thanks for asking, old boy. Terribly decent of you. Good night. Hip, hip. <laughs> mm, I, I, I certainly fooled the blighter. Take that donut out of your eye. You're not Coleman anymore. <laughs> oh, yes. Say, fellas, we'll never budge this sundial. It's too heavy. I'll have to phone for some movers. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Look, let's... Let's go over to Basil Rathbone's. Does he live near here, Jackson? Yeah, right past my house on the other side of the street. Come on. Ooh, I'm this pale I keep tripping on. <laughs> hmm, look at that light in my kitchen. Belly lap is in there eating me out of house and home. <laughs> All the writers with ulcers, and I had to get him. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> oh, Jack, look at this. Where? Hey, wait a minute. Who wrote this on my sidewalk? Jell-O has that new locked-in flavor. The flavor never goes away. We put it in and it's there to stay. Who did this? Don't look at me. Kangaroos can't write. <laughs> oh, yeah? Now, Don, you go get a rag and wipe it off. I'll tell the sponsor. All right, the big fat paddle tail. Leave it there. <laughs> now, follow me. Follow me across the street, fellas. Oh, we'll go to Rathbone's house. Quiet now. He will fix him good. Which house is it, Jackson? Wait a minute. I don't know whether this is Rathbone's house or the next one. I think it's this one. No, no, it's the next one. This is where Charles Boyer lives. Oh, that's right. Say, let's pull some gag on him. Yeah, maybe he's got a sundial we can lift. <laughs> no, I'll just sneak up and ring his doorbell. Wait here, fellas. Hey, Jackson, Nick, here comes that cop again. Uh-oh. Hello there. Is that you, Mr. Boyer? Here I go again, fellas. Oh, good evening, officer. Beautiful night. Beautiful. Yes, it is. Good night, Mr. Boyer. Bon Sawyer. <laughs> hmm. Lucky I can speak French. <laughs> hey, Jack, let's get away from here. The policeman's liable to come back. Right at that. I'll tell you what. Let's go through this driveway and sneak over to Bathroom's backyard. Now, follow me, fellas. Everybody quiet. Well, here we are. See, it's dark tonight. Hey, where did Phil disappear to? I don't know. Where is he, Don? He was with us a minute ago. Have you seen him, Dennis? He's not in here. <laughs> Of course not. Here he comes now. 
Where have you been, Phil? Boy, am I wet. Why didn't you tell me that Rathbone had a swimming pool? Well, why don't you watch where you're going? I swallowed enough water to last me the rest of my life. Well, it didn't hurt you to go on the wagon even for a second. <laughs> now, wait here, kid. I'm going up and knock on the door. When Rathbone comes out, hide in the bushes. Wow, will he be furious? Oh, be careful now, Jack. Don't worry about me. Now, quiet. Get ready, fellas. those milk bottles. I hope I didn't cut myself. Am I bleeding, Mary? With what? With blood, I've got it. The idea of leaving... Horse light just went on, Jack. Quick, pick me up. Here comes Rathbone. Now, quiet, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Who's there? Anybody there? I say, is anybody there? Ah, must be some of those Halloween pranksters. Now, look here, you children. I don't want any more of this disturbance. I've got to get up early in the morning. I'm making a picture. What a ham. While <laughs> I catch you around here again tonight, I'll give you all a sound good thrashing. Now, go away, all of you. Cat! <laughs> oh, boy, is he, is he burned up. Boy, am I going to make his life miserable tonight. Wait a minute. What do you got against Rathbone? Jack hates him because he can act. <laughs> That's all. I can see him imitate Boyer like I did. Now, fellas, this time I'm going to grab this big rock here and throw it up against the door. Oh, you can't take those steps again, eh, Daddy? <laughs> I can climb, only this will be more annoying. Now, here it goes. I'm going to throw the rock. One. Phil, what are you doing back there? Nothing. Well, get away. <laughs> Two. Three. Go. Holy smoke, I broke a window. There goes the porch light again. Quick, fellas, run. He's coming out. Whoop. Well, I'll be... Hey, what is this? Come on, Jack, hurry! Run, run! I can't run. That darn Phil Harris tied my tail to this bush. <laughs> Gee, what a spot. I hope Rathbone doesn't see me. Did I ever get my hands on this? Aha! Who's hiding there? Who's in back of that bush? Hmm. Right now, I'd give $1,000 to be playing Salt Lake City. <laughs> Gee, here he comes. Well, may I inquire the name of the moron behind that mask who goes around breaking windows? Who are you? Gee. Come, 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 man. Speak up. <laughs> ah, Basil, I'm only making the joke. It is me, Charles Boyer. Mr. Benny, your accent is revolting. <laughs> oh, 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 hello, Basil. Hello, how'd you know it was me? You wore that same costume last Halloween when you tipped over my dog house. Oh. I want that dog back. Where is he? <laughs> well, he had pups today. You're a fine Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Now, look, Basil, I'm sorry I threw that rock. It was an accident. Accident or no accident, you'll pay for that window. All right, all right, I'll pay for it. Mr. Benny, what are you doing there? I'm untying my tail. What do you think I'm doing? 
I'm very sorry about the whole thing, Basil. I won't bother you any more tonight. I'll go and join my gang. I suppose you're going to continue this mischievous business. Well, well, listen. To tell you the truth, we're going over to Charles Lawton's house. You know those flower pots he's got on his front porch? Yes. Well, listen, we're going to tip him over one by one. He'll go crazy when he hears that racket. I dare say, Lawton is a fierce temper. You said it. <laughs> well, so long, Basil. Happy Halloween. Goodbye. Lawton's house, eh? Flower pot. Wait a minute, Jack, old boy, I'm going with you. <laughs> what? You going to join us? I'll tell my wife. Uh, be back later, darling. Hey, fellas, have I got a surprise for you. Come on, Basil. Yippee! Here, listen, well, here's what we'll do. First, we'll go to Lawton's house. Then we'll go over to Claudette Colbert's and ring the doorbell, see? And when she comes out, I'll grab her and kiss her. And you can kiss her, too. For three grand puddings. Jello chocolate, jello vanilla, and jello butterscotch pudding. Three delicious desserts made by the same people who make world famous jello. Jello puddings are puddings that even grandma would be proud to serve. Puddings that really taste homemade. Yet they take only just a few minutes to make. With jello puddings, all you have to do is add milk and bring to a boil. Then cool and serve. And there, almost before you know it, You've made the family a smooth, creamy pudding with a flavor unsurpassed by any pudding you ever tasted. So don't wait another day to try these luscious desserts. Try all three flavors real soon. Rich, mellow chocolate, creamy vanilla, and golden butterscotch. You'll find them all equally delightful. And you'll want to keep them handy on your pantry shelf all the time. Tomorrow, order Jell-O puddings and see if you don't say they're just like Grandma's only more so. This is the last number of the fifth program in the current Jello series, and we will be with you again next Sunday night at the same time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank Mr. Rathbone for appearing on our program tonight. Also, at this time, I would like to announce that the motion picture drive for the community chess this year starts tomorrow, November 3rd. I'm sure that all of us here in Hollywood will do our bit. And I hope all of you will contribute to your local chapters. Good night, everybody. <laughs>